The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. I'm your host, the original HBIC, Katie Boyd. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh yeah, here I am, the HBIC Katie motherfucking board. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Today's ambitious podcast is all about the 11 warning signs that you are heading for burnout and how to bounce back ambitiously because no one likes a burnt out bitch. But before I do anything, I want to share my review of the week, and it is from Sonia Farris, and she is the owner of All Real Meal in Manchester, New Hampshire. If you haven't checked them out, please do. And she says, I don't know where to begin with this review. Well, hello. This is going to be a good one. I am someone who spends a lot of time reading books, watching videos, listening to and reading anything that I think will help me achieve balance between motherhood, career, personal growth, and good health. It's my thing. And I have many favorite authors and gurus that guide me in my daily quest, which is basically how much better can life be? Question mark. How much more joy, abundance, and peace can I experience? Question mark. What else is possible? Enter Ambitious and Katie. She is someone who manifests miracles. Damn, this is like really for reals. She is someone who manifests miracles and with a true servant heart wants to be your guide to doing the same. She does this with honesty, humor, F-bombs and relatable truth. I laugh so much listening to her, but that doesn't take away from what I learn. Her messages resonate deeply and will stick with you because of her authenticity. Even my teenage son, who I say stardom young, who would normally tune out when I'm listening to a podcast or audiobook about personal growth, listened to two episodes with me on a road trip and thinks she is genius. Well, he has good taste now, doesn't he? In short, I highly recommend making space for ambitious. Subscribe, listen, and get to know Katie because we are going to be seeing big things from her. Jesus, Lord, and Joseph, Sonia Farris. My friend, email me at themisfitclub at gmail.com to to redeem your free month of coaching, either virtually or in-house at KBMFC. I can't wait to work with you, sister friend. And just a reminder that each week on the Ambitious Podcast, we will be going over the six life makers or breakers. So I always like to get everyone back up to speed. So I'm going to remind you briefly of the six life makers or breakers. And here they are. Number one, wealth, abundance, money, mindset, and investing. 
Two, health, nutrition, and overall wellness. Three, feelings, emotions, and fierce boundaries. Four, relationships, the good, the bad, and the toxic. Number five, your environment. Are you Pinterest perfect or are you an episode of Hoarders and why and how to change it? And six, my favorite non-negotiable spiritual practices. And because we do not have any sponsored ads on the Ambitious Podcast, my only ask of you is that if you feel like you gain a lot of value from listening to this, please bring on at least one other listener, a friend, a family member, or maybe even someone who annoys the fuck out of you that you may think they may get the picture from one of my messages. Please share this on Facebook, Instagram, tag me on your Instagram stories, give it five stars and a rock and review. And the better the written reviews, the more people that the ambitious movement will touch. And if you have the cojones to give ambitious a bad review, I want to remind you that I warned you in episode one that if you take shit personally, are small-minded and part of the zombie apocalypse that is the world today, or you do not appreciate my fucking language, you need to stop listening right now and go into a dark room, light a candle, put on some R. Kelly. I'm going to pee on you, pee on you, and go fuck yourself. If you have already reviewed Ambitious and gave it five stars, I thank you from the bottom of my little black heart. And if you go to www.kbmfc.com, you can sign up for my free newsletter. And not only will you receive free workouts, free meal plans, recipes, and inspiration, you will also have a chance to win a $200 keto starter kit from Ancient Nutrition. And every month we will be doing a giveaway. And I have in the last couple of weeks received hundreds of emails asking how people can work with KBMFC and my team. So here's some things that I'm rolling out in the fall. Monday, September 17th, I'm holding a Reiki one and multi-dimensional healing certification. And then on Saturday, September 22nd, the famous Carlos Velez and Victoria Duke Smolinski, owner of uh, the Glam Academy and Chloe Duke will be at KBMFC for a full day of makeovers, photo shoots, brand business, styling, like you name it, we're doing it that day. And then the next day on the 23rd is the first installment of my business and branding mastermind coaching from 1 to 5 p.m. And then right after that, we're going to be having a sound healing. I don't know if you guys know, but I'm a sound healer and I play the crystal tone bowls. It's magical. And then that night is the full moon. So right after we do our sound healing, we all go outside, we write down what no longer serves us and we burn it in a bonfire and it's so fun and it's like just goddessy. It feels good. And speaking of being a goddess, we're having our first goddess gathering on Wednesday, September 22nd from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. So that's how you can hook up with me in the fall. So, you know, get ready to play. It's really, really fun. So let me parlay into, of course, a quote, because you know I love me some quotes. I'm a quote hoochie mama. And today's quote is from His Holiness, the Dalai Lama. And he says, let me get it up on my phone. This is like one of my favorite quotes from the Dalai Lama. The Dalai Lama, when asked what surprised him most about humanity, answered, man, because he sacrifices his health in order to make money. Then he sacrifices money to recuperate his health. And then he is so anxious about the future that he does not enjoy the present. The result being that he does not live in the present or the future. He lives as if he is never going to die and then dies having never really lived. Isn't that like, 
oh, didn't that just kick you like right in the freaking gut? So that being said, today we're going to talk about how to not be a burnt out bitch because no ambitious bitch is burnt out. Let's be honest. And if you are, I'm going to give you the 11 signs that you are headed for burnout. So the harbingers for burnout, and then I'm going to give you all the ways to fix it. Are you guys ready? Do you guys feel like burnt out? Oh my God. Brittany's taking notes. She's like, I'm so burnt out right now. I got to get my notepad out and I'll take some notes. <laughs> I love you, Brittany. That's awesome. When I see people take notes, I'm like, oh yeah, giddy up. This is going to be a good one. Okay. So here are the 11 signs that I believe personally are harbingers for burnout. So number one, exhaustion. And I'm not just like talking about like being tired. Okay. Cause everybody gets tired. Like I went to bed last night at like nine o'clock the day before I was eating pulled pork and a salad for dinner. And I literally, my head was bobbing in the food and I was closing my eyes when I was chewing. Like that's how tired I was. Matt, am I lying? It was bad, but everyone gets tired. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like sheer, like utter exhaustion. Like <sighs> there was a time in my life. This is an embarrassing story, but it's a true one. I used to want to like fake going to the hospital. Has anyone ever tried to do this before? <laughs> or am I the only sick fuck? Oh, Brittany's raising her hand. That's great. So I used to like be in my gym and I would be like working so much. And I was like, if I just pass out on the ground, if I just like fall on the ground and I like seize or like I pretend that I just like hit my head and I passed out, some person will come into my gym sooner or later, see me on the ground, pass out, call 911. The ambulance will come get me and then I'll get like a three or four day stint in the hospital where they'll just like feed me shit and like, like take my fucking blood pressure and like help me go to the bathroom. And I'll wear like a Johnny instead of this fucking over the shoulder boulder holder that I have to wear to keep these titties down. You've never done this before? Or is it just me? Like I would like dream about it. Like, okay, tomorrow is going to be the day where I fucking pass out because I'm so tired. So if you feel that exhausted that you want to either fake your own death or or fake like a illness to get to the hospital where like some like disorderly orderly will like wipe your ass. And that's probably time for a fucking vacation. That's number one. Number two is like total lack of motivation. Like all the things that used to like juice you and like make your panties drop. Like they just is like no place in your life for this anymore. Like work doesn't get you going. Like People that try to make plans with you and you're just like, I don't really want to hang out with you. Um, you definitely don't want to hang out with your family. Well, that's like, I don't need to be lack of motivated to not want to hang out with my family. Hi, Terry Boyd, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> but like, you don't want to do your hobbies, you know, like you don't want to freaking clean. Your house looks, looks like a shamble. Um, like there's no food in the fridge. Like just no motivation. Okay. That is a sign of fucking burnout. Number three, lack of focus. Like you're all over the place. You're like squirrel, 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 squirrel. Okay. That is like not always healthy unless you have like attention deficit hyperactivity, which is medicine for that. Or you could maybe meditate, but maybe, you know, <laughs> you're at work, you're just like on the computer, you know, you should be like doing work. And then all of a sudden you're like, Ooh, otter videos. And then the otter videos take you into sloth videos. And then the sloth videos take you into like fucking beluga whale videos. And the beluga whale videos take you into like monchichi monkeys that like eat like fruit, like really special. Dude, you're burnt out. If you don't want to do your work and you're just like trolling on YouTube, you're, you're freaking burnt the fuck out. Number four, you're agitated easily. Do you or do you not turn into fucking Dracarys every time? Do you know who Dracarys is? 
Dakaris from fucking Game of Thrones, the goddamn, the best of all of the dragons. And they just burn everybody. Do like turn into Dakaris. Anyone like someone like utters a sentence to you. You just like want to fucking like toast them. Do you think like do like minuscule things just like set you off? <laughs> when I'm burnt out, like texts and emails that aren't even rude or like mean, there's like no negative connotation to them at ever, like whatsoever. And they just, like piss me off. And I'll look at Matt and I'll be like, look what this bitch just wrote me. And Matt's like, it was really a nice email. Like, I don't understand where, I don't get it. Like, I'm just like, no, she's a bitch. She's trying to fuck with me. She's trying to bring me down. And Matt's like, she just asked if you wanted a coffee when she was coming to meet with you tomorrow. And I was like, okay. And he just like looks at me like I'm a psychopath. That's when you know you are burnt out. Number five, no self-care. No self-care. When was the last time you shaved your fucking legs or blew your hair out? Was Clinton in office? Was there a blue dress with white stains on it? That's what I want to know. Do you look like a total schlumpadinka every time you leave the house? I love that word, schlumpadinka. <laughs> Are you eating right? Are you training? Are you meditating? Do your toenails look like Lloyd Christmases and Dumb and Dumber? Do you remember that part when they were like, that was my favorite part. Other than that, the shitting part. Does your bush look like a bad and cheap Halloween wig? Like your bush is just coming out of the size of your underwear, like just wrapping around your panties. Does everything you own have stains, holes, and smell like cabbage? This is a motherfucking problem. You are burnt out. <laughs> Number six. <laughs> Do you get sick easily? You should never get sick, dude. Cold, flu, infection, nothing. When sickness creeps in, it's always because your body's not alkaline. And when your body's acidic, any little germ or virus can get in and take you down. And what causes is stress, gluten, sugar, alcohol, lack of sleep, too many acid-forming foods, lack of exercise, and not taking your supplements. So if you're like that fucking person that you know that's like, you're like, oh, how are you doing? And you're like, oh, I'm sick again. It's flu season. I'm like... What the f... Go get yourself some chicken soup and get the quarantine yourself. Why are you over here spreading your damn germs to everybody? That's a problem. That means you're burnt out. Like if your immune system has just shit the bed, it's time to take a rest. Number seven, the feeling like you're never doing enough. This is like one of the things that when I get burnt out, this is like I start getting like this. Like so for me, it's... This is like one resonates with me so much. Like so when I'm burnt out, I always feel the need, like, I have to do more, I have to do more, I have to do more. Like, I was literally, like, I'll make these, like, ridiculous to do to accomplish lists of, like, shit that doesn't even have to be done. Like, I'll be like, shave the carpet, power wash the grass, rearrange the mulch by hand in the front yard one piece at a time. Like, do you ever do this? And then you look at your freaking list, like, the next day, and you're like, what the fuck crack was I smoking? I can't, I'm not going to do all this shit. You just try to fill space because you think you're like not doing enough, that's a sign of burnout. For me, that's 100% a sign of burnout. Number eight, you don't want to bang. I'm not talking about bang on a drum. I'm talking about this, you know what I'm saying? Penis, penis yes. Lack of libido has so much to do with burnout. And who feels like a fucking porn star when you look and feel like a bag of smashed assholes, right? Like I'm not like Jenna Jameson when I'm like, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. And let's be honest, like men will take it however they can get it. They're not like, oh, I really want to have sex with my wife, make love to my wife when she's in pristine, high performance. You know, no, they're, they'll stick their freaking ding dong in a, in a glory hole on the side of the wall. They don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like a sex kitten when my soul is literally sucked out of my body in black. 
Okay. So what your significant other doesn't understand is that we need to feel calm and serene and energetic and full of gusto. And we need to feel like magical goddesses to get it on. And we need to feel like we have our shit together. Like if I have like a freaking, like if the house is a wreck and the kids are not fed and there's like a pile of fucking laundry that's like taller than Mount Kilimanjaro, just sitting in the laundry room and like just shit's a wreck. I'm not like, want to, want to fuck? Like, that's just not what I want to do. Right? Like, come on. Number nine, you have turned to the bottle. I'm not talking about the baby bottle people. I'm talking about the mommy juice. I've noticed that a lot of my soul sister friends drink more when they're feeling overwhelmed. I included. Numbing out sometimes feels good, but it's just a band-aid to the root of the issue and will only get worse if you use alcohol to numb. There were many months in my life when Betty Ford, Ford Rehab was a likely venture. Like I should have probably been like, you know, I'm, I'm fucking out of control. Like I, I'm out of control. I was like, I can overcome this on my own. <laughs> we have also made drinking totally normal. Like we call it like mommy juice. Like I have friends that are like their kids are like, are you having mommy juice, mommy? And she's like, what do I look like, kid? She's like, pork and beans. You know, it's just like, it's like too normal, right? Like when did this happen? And then I don't know about you guys, but like for me, like two glasses of wine, Jill's looking at me shaking her head right now because Jill had a lot. Jill had a little party this weekend. Jill went a little crazy. Uh, I get hung over as fuck. Like two glasses of wine, hung over as fuck. Then the next day I get the dads. Do we all know what the dads are, guys? For all of you out there that don't know who the dads are, it's the day after drinking shits. It'll also be called the Schlitz shits or Bud Mud. <laughs> what is it, Kristen? Oh, or the waterfall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it smells like wine. Like you're just like, oh, it's just going in. It's leaving the same way it came in. And, and then like I have to eat chicken fingers and French fries because I need something to just absorb all the alcohol. And of course, like no work is getting done. Never mind fucking exercising or like showering. That's a total fucking waste of time. So if you're drinking a little bit too much, unless you have like severe alcohol problems, which there's people that can help you with that you're probably numbing out because you're just stressed the fuck out and you have like no other way to do it, right? Like we just don't have the tools sometimes. Number 10, you're addicted to being busy. Oh my God. This is like one of my biggest things. We just run around like, oh, hi, hi, Sue. How are you today? She's like, I'm really just busy. And you're just like, what the fuck? You know, just because you're creating movement doesn't mean you're making strides in anything, right? They always say like, just because you're rocking on a rocking chair, doesn't mean you're going anywhere, right? Doing more doesn't mean that you're accomplishing more. And we need to learn how to work smarter and not harder. Busy is an addiction, guys. I hate to say this, but I'm going to just let it out here because it's true. Busy is an addiction, just like sex, drugs, alcohol, gambling, etc. Or granny, granny porn is also an addiction. I'm just going to throw that out there. It is sometimes easier to always just say, I'm busy, busy, because it keeps you from actually feeling your feelings. This is a recipe for disaster. Stop saying you're busy. Like when you see someone you haven't seen in a while and you say, Oh, how are you? And they just go busy. It's like, just fucking, I just want to cunt punt those people. Just boom. So annoying. And I find myself saying it too. Like sometimes when you don't know what to say, you're just like, I'm just really busy. And then you feel bad. You're like, but it's all good stuff. And you know, I'm super grateful for it. And then it's just like, Oh my God, I'm just deeper in that hole. Number 11. This is the last one. You fantasize about having a different life. Who in here has ever done this? 
<laughs> Kristen's putting up, I wish you guys could see this right now. Kristen's putting up all of her arms and legs and limbs and everything. So when you find yourself being addicted to going on Instagram and going on Facebook and looking at others' lives and pinning and pining and pinning and pining, right? Like we go on Pinterest and we're just like, Bali, go fuck yourself retreat, right? That Like that's the name of your board. And then it's just like you and like all these like yoga poses, like drinking out of coconuts, and, like wearing flowers in your hair and like being like super greasy and moist looking and like wearing sarongs and like having like monkeys like pickpot you, pickpocket you in a forest. <laughs> And then like your next one is like overwater bungalow vacation in Bora Bora. And then you just like pin pictures of like you and your husband like laying on that freaking bed with like the hearts and the orchids with like a swan made out of a fucking towel on your bed. And you're just like, this is just, this will make me feel less burnt out if I have sex with my husband on top of that swan towel. <laughs> like this will really fix it. <laughs> and like I always say to Matt, like, I just want to go and sell everything I own and move to Maui and sell coconuts. And then he'll just look at me and be like, all right, I'm taking you for dinner. <laughs> like you need a night, like a night away from like cooking and like being in the house. Right? So that's my 11 signs that you are a burnt out bitch. So you are not an ambitious bitch. You are not an ambitch. You are a burnt out bitch. And here are my ways to fix it. Are you guys ready? So I always say, like I always say, set boundaries. I mean, this is like always, it's continuous in all of my podcasts and everything I preach, always set boundaries, right? So my boundaries are, it could be, and this could be an example for you, like no checking emails on the weekends. Like, so if you have a corporate job where you're like in an office from Monday through Friday, like nine to five or whatever, I don't give a shit. There's no reason for you to be putting out fires on the weekends. Like some of the, some, just because your boss or whoever your like above person is to you thinks that they're so fucked up that they want to work on weekends. It is your boundary to say, you know what, Fred, you piece of shit. I'm not answering your damn email. Okay. I'll answer that shit on Monday when I am good and fucking ready. Fred, you jerk. Okay. No checking emails on weekends or batch your emails. This is like what I do. So in the morning, I'll check my emails. I will, and I'll actually like score them. Like, okay, these emails are so super important. These are like a little bit less important. These are kind of like not really important, but I will get to them. And then I'll do it again in the afternoon because we have like the phone and we're like, oh, I'm just bored. So now I'm just going to check my emails. And then all of a sudden, what does it do? Your brain starts thinking of all the shit you have to do. And then like you're having like coffee with a friend and then you're checking your emails and then you're like, fuck, I have to cut this short because now I have to leave. And go, No, 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 no. Or um, same thing with phone calls. Like I actually am a phone person. I actually like to talk on the phone. I'm still like living in 1982 and I'm like rainbow fucking bright. Um, I do like the phone once in a while, but sometimes like if you get on the Matt, my, Matt is like, I hate the phone. Um, we know Matt, uh, even I'll call him sometimes and be like, oh, okay. Yep. And he'll like hang up on me. I'm like, I'm your wife. You piece of shit. <laughs> talk to me. Tell me I'm pretty. Um, but like phone calls for me, especially depending on who you're talking to, like you really have to like say, okay, I'm giving a phone call 30 minutes or 20 minutes because you know, some of these people will just like rape your ears and then all of a sudden like just hang up or like for Matt and I Sundays are a digital detox. So neither one of us check our phones really on Sundays. We just don't, it's just healthier that way. So set your boundaries, know what are your triggers and then set boundaries accordingly. Okay. Number two, Take self-care. Seriously, get a fucking massage. Take a bath. 
You know, just like submerge your punani in some like nice salty Epsom salt water with some freaking essential oils, right? Get a pedicure, a manicure. Get dressed up. Finger bang yourself. Put on some makeup. Do you know what finger banging yourself is, Fatima? Do you know what that means? She doesn't know. She's shaking her head. Okay. Put on some makeup. (laughs) Dress nice, even if it's like just to go to the fucking grocery store. Schedule time to sleep. Eat. Meal prep. Take your self-care seriously because let me tell you, especially as women, especially if you have kids, especially if you have a husband or a significant other, they will ride you like a baloney pony into the sunset. They don't give a fuck if you're taken care of. They don't care. They're like, oh, are my needs met? Oh, okay, good. That's good. That's good. Number three, check in with yourself regularly. We as women are always like, are you okay? Do you need something? Are you okay? Do you need me? Are you need me? You need me? When do we ever say, Katie, how are you doing today? How are you feeling? We never, ever, ever, ever check in with ourselves. Check in with yourself. Ask yourself, how are you feeling? Like, do you feel good? Are you feel high energy or do you feel like poop? Ask yourself these questions. Number four, find a new passion. Find a hobby. If you like to golf or you never golf in your life and you want to take it up, go find someone that's going to teach you how to golf. You want to surf. You want a horseback ride. Find a volunteer opportunity. Do something of service because I feel like when you're always just doing things to make the needle move at work and you're never ever like filling up that other part of you that feels like like a kid again, that's why you're feeling burnt out. So find something that's a passion or hobby that's going to fill in time that, you know, because laundry is always going to be there. The dishes are always going to be there. The penises are always going to be there, right? Like just freaking Matt's like, my, my penis. Why are you talking about my penis again? I have penis on the brain today. Okay. Matt's like, ooh. Number five, sleep. Sleep is involved with repair of your body. Lack of sleep is linked to pretty much every disease you can name in the Western culture. Freaking diabetes, high blood pressure, all this cancer, whatever. I used to say that I would sleep when I was dead. That was like my famous quote. Like my friends would always call me and be like, yo B, you want to go like to after hours, after the after hours? And I was like, yeah, sleep when you're dead, motherfucker. And now I'm like, good night, man. I'm going to just go put some lavender lotion gently all over my body. And I'm, and I'm like conked out by 9 p.m. Like you have to, sleep is so important. It's in my opinion, it's just as important as exercise and food. I don't care what anyone says. Like, ask Matt. He's a freaking night owl. He will sit and watch, like, bad 70s television until, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. And literally, I'm already in bed at, like, 9 with, like, my titty separator in. I have a titty separator in. Do you guys know what that is? If you have, like, big jugs, you'll get, like, a lot of, like, wrinkles in between your boobs. So there's, like, a titty separator. And they keep your boobs separate when you sleep. Because then they just smash on top of each other, like, tube socks with golf balls at the end. Oh man, you're just, you're getting this and you're, yeah, you're really getting horny from this. I, Kristen is so excited. I am sleeping by 10 with my Teddy separator on. Sleep is important people. Number six, find your equilibrium. Finding the perfect dance of balance in life is integral. Just when I think I found the magic pill of it all, I always have to mid course correct and go back to the drawing board. There is no, nothing in my opinion that, there is no one, I don't even know what the fuck I wrote here. Fucking find your balance, motherfuckers. <laughs> I love when I'm going by my notes and I'm just like, want to just fucking throw them like Johnny Carson. <laughs> Number seven, get off your devices. <gasps> Fatima, I'm not talking to you because she's on the phone right now while I'm, while I'm doing my podcast. It's okay. I know. You're busy. You're busy. 
I know she's sharing my thing on Facebook. Thanks. I love you. Get off your device. Constantly checking your phone gives you anxiety and depression. Don't you guys agree with us? Like it's not okay. Seeing everyone else on their perfect beach getaways and doing yoga in a field of sunflowers can get you pretty fucking pissed off if you're an unhappy bitch. Right? Do you ever go on Instagram and you're like already aggravated and then everyone's like doing yoga in the sunflower fields? It's like, fuck you. I hope you break your ankle in that sunflower field. Unplugging even for a few hours a day or even dedicating one day a week to a digital detox is integral to find balance and to combat burnout. Plus, so much information coming into our brains 24-7 is not good either. Our brains are not wire that way. They're just not. Number eight, schedule breaks in your days. I do this and it's helped me immensely. Stop what you're doing. Go for a walk. I actually have an inversion table in my basement and every couple hours that I work, like especially when I'm doing like writing my book or whatever, I will just like pop in the other room, go upside down for like five minutes and it will send some nice fresh oxygen to my brain because Lord Lord knows I need it. Or I'll do some stretching or I'll go make myself a cup of tea or coffee or I'll have a healthy snack. Make sure, because I'll talk to my clients and I'll be like, so when are you eating? They're like, well, I usually just like work so hard that I forget to eat and then like like four, I'm so ravenous so then I eat, I dump my whole entire refrigerator on my counter and I just like put my face in it like I'm like eating the ass off a dead rhinoceros. I'm like, that's not healthy. But then you all make sure your husbands are fed and your kids are fed. No, absolutely not. Nine, focus on meaning and mission. If you are doing things every day like work and you're doing it solely for the money, then sooner or later it is going to get old and you're going to be left feeling uninspired and totally fucking burnt out. You have to have your whys of why you are doing anything in the first place. You need to have meaning, intention, and purpose for everything you do or it will not last. It won't. Number 10, get organized. I'm an organization freak. I think you guys all know that about me, but I think I could probably be a little bit better. We all probably can be a little bit better. If you have not already listened to the decluttering episode of Ambitious, go back to that one. That's next on your agenda. It's going to help you immensely. And I hate to say this, but fail to plan, plan to fail. And you know, for me, if you feel overwhelmed and depressed, usually you're not freaking planning out every day. Every week, usually on Saturdays when I get home from the gym, I look at my entire schedule for the next week. I plan out what I'm going to eat, when I'm going to work out, when I'm going to meditate, when I'm going to take breaks, when I'm working, when I'm doing calls, when I'm writing, when I'm doing anything, spending time with my family, friends, my husband, doing things that I love. Everything has to be planned out or you're just going to always feel burnt out. And I think that it's the only way to not only get shit done, but do it efficiently because efficiency is what helps combat burnout. And number 11, come to the conclusion, this one's going to be a hard pill to swallow. Come to the conclusion that maybe enough's enough. After you've implemented all of the tools and you're still burnt the fuck out, maybe it's really time that you take a long, hard look at what you're doing and see if it's really helping you achieve your highest, greatest good. Is it serving you positively, right? So, you know, there's certain exa- there's certain examples I can use for like in the past at my gym at KBMC, you know, there are certain things that I used to do. Like I used to own a tanning company. I used to train pageant girls. I used to do all these different things and they just were draining me. I would leave feeling totally like not good about myself at the end of the day. And honestly, like it made me hate what I was doing. So little by little, cause you don't want to go balls to the wall. Cause people will say like, just get rid of everything. 
And it's like, no, you have to bridge that gap. So little by little, like I was like cutting down on my tanning and then I only did it for friends. And then I just got rid of it and sold my whole entire tanning business. Um, Same thing. Like now the pageant girls that I do train, they're not only there to work out and eat right and get their bodies in shape. But more importantly, they're there to grow on the inside. And I put that out there first and foremost to them. And if they're not down with that, they can go find another trainer that's just like protein. Like it's not who I am. This is not who I am. So come to the conclusion that maybe some of the things that you're doing in your life are maybe not working for you. And just really be honest with yourself. And I'm going to end this podcast today with a quote. And it's a pretty short and easy one, but I think it's one that maybe we should put in our back pockets and pull out every so often, maybe more often than not. What you allow will continue. So step up and recognize that this may be you, but it doesn't have to be for long. Thank you for all being crusaders for the ambitious movement. And I, like I always say, see you next Tuesday. <laughs>